Welcome to Almost Here, Round the Corner of Future Technology podcast with Richard Jacobs. Future Technologies, poised to transform our lives for better or worse, are the focus of this podcast. Almost Here means these technologies are now here and starting to be used, or just around the corner, from Bitcoin to artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more. Hello, this is Richard Jacobs with Future Tech Podcast. Round the corner, almost here technology. Uh, today I'm speaking with Sebastian Serrano of Ripio, R-I-P-I-O.com, and Bitpagos. How you doing, Sebastian? Doing pretty well, yourself? Good. Yeah, thank you for coming so much. So um, from my initial look, it looks like Bitpagos and Ripio is a, a way to allow you know people in Latin America to use Bitcoin to make payments to each other. But can you go in depth on what uh, you know, these two applications do? Um, yes, sure. So we recently completely rebranded into Ripio. Um, okay. We, we started um, three years ago. Uh, initially, our initial focus was to uh, do payment processing, helping merchants to process payments um, in Bitcoin and and other forms of payments in countries in across Latin America. There are many countries in Latin America have very high inflation. Uh, the, the currency has collapsed several times. Um, for example, right now in, in Argentina, the, our initial country, there is more than 35% inflation. But if you go wow. to Venezuela, it's more than a thousand. It's very difficult to track really how much it is. Um, and then over the course of the years, we noticed that uh, the the we build all, all this infrastructure it was it started to, to work well especially for helping merchants to process international transactions but then we realized that it was missing the, the consumer side like we, we wasn't being able we wasn't seeing um consumers and you know, local consumers being able to pay to these to these merchants with learning more about the market we found that 70% of the population is unbanked, like more, only 10% of the population has international credit cards. And you said, very, uh, you said 70% of what on average in Latin American countries is unbanked or what, what would yeah. you say the average is? The, I, I, the, more than 70% doesn't have access to formal or semi-formal uh, financial access to financial services. So no bank account, wow. no, uh, no, no ways to access to credit. Um, most of these economies are rely heavily on cash, and and, and the countries have uh, really uh, bad uh, history. On several times, the, the currency been been collapsed, or many banks have gone out, out of business uh, together. So the, there is also a big distrust in the financial financial system. Um, even the even for example in Argentina the people that is bank like the people that has has a bank account and they get their salary on monthly basis uh, seven of ten uh, users of the banking system they get their salary paid and they will go into the bank account and take all the cash out and so mm. because just the company force them to have a bank account to, to pay them but they don't trust the bank so they take the money out every month and use the cash. Um, yeah, so in this, in, this, yeah, in this scenario, uh, we saw that it was 
uh, good to start focusing more on the consumers. Um, usually, in the, uh, merchants will follow consumers, and and that's how Ripia started to um, to take uh, shape and become more than an idea. And, and now it's our, our main focus. Um, to give you a sense, like the name Ripio is a gravel. Uh, in Spanish, it, uh, the translation is, is gravel, and it's in. I'm from the Patagonia. I grew up in the south of Argentina, and Ripio is used Wait, for open road. Can you say that again? Uh, so Ripio is. That is that. What does that translate to? Uh, it's it's a gravel. It's like a, a small stones uh, that is used to to make roads. Um, so. Okay. The and I grew up in the Patagonia, and most of the roads in the Patagonia are are made of ripio. So oh. the the metaphor the metaphor for for uh, for ripio is that we are opening roads for financial inclusion. That's how how we choose the name. Um, okay, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. And and the old name Bitpagos is Pagos is pay, so it's Bitpay, yeah. but now it's ripio. Okay. Yeah. So it's it's more it's it's a it's the name that allows us to. Uh, it's better for consumers. Um, Bitpagos was very uh, relate. It will relate well with a merchant, but but Ripio is, is more open into. Also, we also still serve merchants, but our main focus right now is into have more and more consumers being able to um, save in Bitcoin or being able to pay online and have a balance on 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 their wallet, and start showing the the online economy and being able to. Um, to be able to participate in the in the digital economy, we have big big percent of the population uh, getting close to um, it's like, like it's backwards. Like there is more like 60, 65 percent of the, the population with smartphones and access to, in the, to the internet that are able oh. to browse online to communicate with anyone in the world. But if they want to transact and have a um, an, an economical activity on the online economy, they they can't. So they, because it relies so much on credit cards, and almost every online transaction relies on a credit card, and most of the population doesn't doesn't in this in emerging markets doesn't have access to banking, less into credit. Um, so okay. what we are trying. To, so what, what we are, our mission is and what our, our vision is to use uh, blockchain technology together with uh, many other things to be able to lower the cost to uh, serve this these population and be uh, an on-ramp into into the the online economy. And on top of uh, Rapio build financial services uh, that give access in the, to the online economy. Okay, so is uh, Ripio using Bitcoin's blockchain, or do you have your own blockchain that's unique to your areas? Uh, no, it's, it's, we're using the, the Bitcoin blockchain. And okay. We are um, considering for the most advanced users to be, allow them to, uh, to transact or, uh, or buy and sell other cryptocurrencies, but right now it's only Bitcoin. It's a, we believe... Right, so Ripio is... Uh, Ripio is a wallet right now, or what else does it do? Like, you know, today, so, what does Ripio today, do? Today, that's everything. The, if you're a merchant, we, like, you can use Ripio Pay, which is a, 
and the, the tools for merchants for processing payment. Um, the, okay. if, if you're a consumer, you can use our wallet, uh, which is just Ripio. And with the wallet, you can have a balance in the local currency. You can have a balance in Bitcoin and buy and sell Bitcoin to, uh, for saving to, um, to invest. And then uh, if you're, if, uh, the, the most innovative thing that, that we're working on is to enable credit payments on top of the Bitcoin blockchain. So, uh, for example, let's say that you're a, uh, um, you want to buy on Steam, uh, which is the largest uh, game uh, marketplace for the video games in, in the world, and you want to right. go and buy uh, Counter-Strike or um, Grand Theft Auto. Um, if you don't have a, the, the options they offer you are pay with Visa, MasterCard, American Express, and all, or really all credit options. Um, but they do accept Bitcoin, and so what we we're allowing the user is to scan the QR code, and if we give them a, a line of credit, being able to pay that for that video game like a cracker will do. We will advance the Bitcoin to the merchant and pay the, the merchant for the amount of Bitcoins for for that transaction. But the the consumer at that time they will see how many pesos is that transaction. And they can pay that uh, next month, like a like a credit card, or make it on installment, so they can do it affordable, um, hmm. and choose to pay in three six installments. Um, so that that way we allow them to simplify the transaction, so they don't have to think like this game is this amount of dollars. They that would convert in so many bitcoins, and that bitcoins will be that many pesos. If I want to do it with bitcoin, we'll have, I will have to walk into one of the convenience stores to load the wallet. This is people that is not bank, so to load right. the wallet, they have to deposit cash, and that makes like you have to make a trip to. We have more than um, 30, 40 thousand um, <clears throat> um, stores where you can load our wallet. So you have you will have to. That's go. what I was going to ask you. Right, the first jump is from fiat to uh, cryptocurrency to Bitcoin. So you said there's a certain number of stores that will do this. What kind of stores will change from from currency to cryptocurrency? So we have many options for for that. Uh, there are networks that exist where you can pay bills, and we are connected to that that networks where you can go and pay your bills, and you will pay. Um, a bill that will load balance into Ripio. And then we have a connection with uh, that that is makes it very similar to topping up a cell phone. And like you will do in, in the US, like you want to put some balance in your, into your cell phone account, something similar to that uh, exists for, for Ripio, where you just have a, an account number that looks like a phone number. And you will say the, the clerk, I want to top up Ripio, and they will find it on the system in a drugstore, and then they will, with cash, will load the, the, the wallet. We also have bank oh. transfers for the users that do have uh, banking, but uh, more than three quarters of the transactions are, are cash. Um, right, I got so, you. Okay. Um, with, with our credit product, that all that steps from like walking into a store to load the wallet, then buy the vehicles, then um, you don't know if you bought enough or, or, or too little. All that gets uh, for later. You just 
you, you see something that you want to buy, if, you, if we give you a line of credit, you will scan the QR code. It will tell you you're going to have to pay this amount of pesos at the end of the month. And you, maybe you make several payments during, through the, during the course of the month. And when you get your statement, you go only one time and you pay all your, all, all your bill for everything that you have consumed without having banking, without having to, uh, to have a credit card. And you do the entire sign up from your cell phone. Well, let me ask you a little bit more about that. So you're saying it's a credit plan. Is this layaway where let's say something is um, 100 pesos. Do I pay in, let's say I make four payments of 25 pesos. Do I get the item only when I pay the whole thing or do I get it now and I make payments no, on it and you're extending credit to me? I mean, we are extending credit on you. You get the, the product immediately. So how do you vet people if... Um, if you're extending credit, how do you make your lending decision? What's it backed by? Well, that's that's the the key of the entire system. <laughs> and okay. then, um, without we, saying we, secretive we, stuff, you know, what are some factors that you look at? You know, whatever you can say that helps you make so that decision. The, the main thing is that um, we initially start learning from our the, the wallet behavior and. It took us a year or two to realize we were in a situation where we could, we have enough data to start you know, uh, working on, on this this product. But mm, the the best information that we have is the user behavior on our wallet, and and from that behavior and how they load the wallet, how they use it, what they pay, then um, then we learn a lot about the user, and that is what allow us to to extend credit, credit, credit lines to, uh, to the users. Sometimes we cannot do it in, in immediately, like it's not, uh, you just sign up and we can give you a line of credit, but as you use it and we learn from you, from the user, we, um, we get able to, um, to, to provide that. So you're providing credit. Are you actually providing a credit card that people can use, you know, so they can so, purchase uh, things online? Right now, it's only on Bitcoin merchants or merchants of our own network. Um, we are considering to issuing a, a, a card, but that has that has some um, fixed fixed costs for for the right. for the user. And what we are trying to do is like really lower as much as possible the barrier of entry uh, for mm. for the user to, uh, as we get more uh, heavy users, it will make sense to have a legacy system with debit, uh, debit card or credit card. But right now it's only, uh, our, our mission is to allow to do credit, the, the product allows to make credit payments on any of the hundreds thousands of merchants that are right now are accepting Bitcoin payments. That's awesome. Maybe your first step will be a secured credit card or someone deposits and then they can spend up to that limit, but at least that would yeah. open up the door for people to spend in more places, you know, and you would be secure. Yeah. Uh, in the, initially, the, the wallet works in kind of like a secure uh, account because you can load the wallet and mm. you will load it with pesos and then you can use that pesos um, and you can use it in any of the merchants that, uh, um, 
that right now is that Bitcoin payments, even if you never bought the Bitcoins, you just scan the QR code, we will tell you it's 25 pesos. And then you pay with the, the pesos that you have in the balance, we will buy the Bitcoins and pay the merchant. Um, and in that, in that sense, it, it, it already works like a secure card if we, giving, if we haven't given you yet credit. Um, and part of our learnings the, about the user comes from there. Uh, come from the that initial use use of sending money to friends to receive money uh, to load your wallet to um, from buying and selling and, and uh, all that behavior we this a it's a big part of the decision uh, how how we make the credit decision we'll we'll Wait, do all so the traditional stuff the if, if the user already has some uh, activity in the financial system uh, will we'll bring that information. Most of the users don't don't have any history, um, but if they do, mm -hmm. they do. We will use it. Um, but for most of our users, this is the first financial product that they are using in their life. So um, right. Yeah, let's talk about that and the the trust element. How do you overcome uh, the lack of trust in in the financial systems in these countries? What what have you noticed that you've had to do to get people to uh, to use Ripio? So we, um, as, as we are a Bitcoin company and, and, and blockchain based, um, we get a lot of enthusiast and uh, tech savvy people that understands how um, how technology uh, works, and that that is our early adopters that are uh, giving the, the first use uh, to to the app. And then we have also a lot of gamers that are also very, very tech savvy, and that brings them into uh, into the using the the application. Um, trust is something that is built over time, and it is is something that takes uh, years to to build, especially for a financial uh, for a financial product. Um, there are things on on the technology that helps on that. Um, the way that our wallets are implemented, the user can take their Bitcoin addresses and go into the blockchain and see that the Bitcoins are there. And they, um, if they, they, they don't have to trust the number and the balance that, that we show on, the, um, on, on the, the cell phone. They can also look at their addresses and go into, into the blockchain and see, oh, yes, my balance stays on the app two Bitcoins. And I can go into the blockchain and check there, there are two bitcoins there, and it, mm. this is something amazing from from the technology that we are not um, we are more of a security provider in that sense than a banking provider. We are, we don't have both with cash. We uh, we have both with private keys, <laughs> and so in that sense we are more of a security provider than uh, than a financial one in the in the um, standard term. So that, that helps a little, especially for the more, more tech savvy. Um, for the people that okay. is more mainstream, it's going to have to build trust over time. So what have you noticed? Um, well, actually, before I ask you that, how many users approximately do you have on the Ripio system now? <clears throat> um, so we have more than 50,000 users in, on, uh, on, on the wallet and growing very, very um Growing very fast. Um, the the last 
and I don't have the last number right now on top of my head, but I think we we are going to grow this month more than 40%. Um, but the, the rally made a, attracted a lot of people um, and, and we're seeing it as a strong growth uh, currently. Um, and I think this is something on every emerging market. There is a, um, Bitcoin is becoming more of a, um, a safe heaven and is the the all the uh, risk that people is perceiving uh, worldwide is is uh, helping a lot uh, on the on the Bitcoin cost and to to drive more people and to see it as an alternative uh, for saving outside of the system. What are you noticing is uh, people's behavior? You you mentioned before <clears throat> people that would get a paycheck and it was deposited in the bank. They'd suck it all out after a day. <clears throat> and most people do things in cash. <clears throat> For your wallet users, what are you noticing their behavior? How is it different from people that don't have wallets? What are they doing? So, um, I was, the, the people that is saving is buying and never and, and having their Bitcoins of savings. That is very, very clear. And we have two kinds of users. The ones that are uh, using uh, using it as a saving or investment uh, alternative, and they will buy every month uh, a, a little bit, almost like this, the same amount, and they will keep it, and they won't they, they won't touch it. And then we we see another group of users that is that is growing uh, that's growing a lot that they basically are using it as a way to pay online, especially for international transactions. Kind of like the one that I mentioned, like you want to buy from Steam. This is an international platform. Uh, you only have cash in Argentina, and, but you want to buy that video game. And this is a good alternative to do it without having a credit card. And so uh, on that users, we see that they deposit funds and they use it almost immediately. So there is no uh, there is no savings. We see this kind of two users. One of that are low velocity, like they just are saving and saving. And then we see other other group of users that are that are high velocity that they they deposit often and they, they and they do payments very often. Um, thus, I I think we we're transitioning from a from a stage where the main use case or the only use case was speculation and and saving, and we are right. slowly entering into another stage where it's becoming it's it's mix, it's mixed up I mean, between um, an international cross-border uh, uh, trans, uh, pay, payment rail, um, especially if like, uh, scalability gets uh, gets better, that 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 should grow a lot. And mix it up with in this transition from from being just a, uh, a speculative asset for for saving. Um, that's, that's what we're seeing mostly. Okay, and then of the <clears throat> of the different countries in Latin America and maybe South America, um, are you seeing different behaviors and different adoption rates in different countries? You know, what what are the big movers and uh, slow adopters there? What do you see? Um, so the, the there are different countries with different uh, local contexts, and that that makes it very very different. Um, you will see like the, the most advanced advanced ecosystem will be the, the Argentinian one that has 
uh, all kinds of users uh, from wallet, from uh, uh, traders, uh, people that is doing investment. You, you see a, a much bigger, healthier ecosystem. Um, then you can see Brazil is the largest economy, and there is um, the uh, and the market is small, entirely exchanges. There is very little payments. Uh, there are maybe more users than in Argentina, but because of the population size. But the, the ecosystem is only uh, speculation on exchanges, and it's most most of the would say most of the users are traders. Um, there are no there is no mainstream. Um, and then we have other countries that have are going through very hard uh, fin uh, fin economical and financial stress, like Venezuela, uh, where people mm. is um, like. With Venezuela, the economy is completely collapsed and it doesn't, there is no economy. Um, but you will see a lot of people surviving from Bitcoin and being able to uh, get some money into, uh, into the country from, from family or friends. Um, and there is um, good trading activity and you will see something that is not, it doesn't exist in, in other places that there is people solely surviving from Bitcoin. Um, Energy is very cheap, so there is, even mining uh, is an alternative. Um, and then there are different countries with different uh, uh, with different situations. Um, and then there are other countries that have literally no adoption. Uh, like Chile is a very small country but has a very stable economy, uh, mm. a good banking system, and then they need a very stable currency. Then the need for Bitcoin is is, uh, is less strong, and because of that, also adoption is uh, is very small. Okay, so the countries that have the highest inflation, that are the most unstable, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, they would adopt uh, Ripio as soon as possible. Um, yeah. Are there any countries where um, people can't use Ripio? Is it um, so only right certain countries where they can? Um, so right now our focus is on Argentina and Brazil, and in we are uh, close to launch in Mexico, and mm. but they so right now our, our focus is, is there. You can use the wallet in with different level of service across all Latin America, but the countries that right now has the full service are Argentina and Brazil, and we are hope to to be able to be able to. Uh, um, serve full service to do, to the full service in in Mexico uh, soon. Yeah, that'll be great. Do um, the countries in Latin America interact very much? And do you think this will help interaction between countries, or do you think it may cause friction? You know, Venezuela versus Brazil or, or other countries, where the governments but, will that, want to put a stop to this. The but, uh, the the Government in Venezuela is very erratic, so it's difficult to to know exactly what the future may hold. Um, so, so that that will be the, the most complex one. Argentina and Brazil have um, uh, much better governments and a lot more clear uh, regulation. So I don't and 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 currently the governments are. Um, very open to to innovation, um, and the 
for example, the Argentinian Central Bank is exploring a lot of things on on, on blockchain technology. Um, I, they have even organized hackathons. Um, I was recently right. a mentor in a hackathon from the Central Bank, um, mm-hmm. organized by the Central Bank. So the the um, the trust is really very open and pro innovation, and then. The the only countries that have uh, restrictions on, on on Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies in Latin America are uh, Bolivia um, and Ecuador. The in the rest of the countries is um, is legal and and the governments uh, have been very very open so so far. Okay, um, yeah. Last couple of questions. Any big showstoppers or things that could really derail um, Ripio and Bitcoin in general? You know, do you, is there a lot of mining going on, for instance, in the Latin American countries? Because it seems like mining is pretty concentrated in China and, and you know, now India yeah. and other countries. Do you, the the thing do you is see? that um, uh, there is almost no mining across Latin America. Um, the... The access to to technology is uh, more expensive, and the, so that has made an energy is not that cheap. So that that has pushed away the uh, mining o- outside of the region. Um, mm. So I don't I, and I don't think the like the perfect country will be Venezuela, and there are, there is some mining in Venezuela, but. The, but it's super risky to operate in, in the country. So right. I um, for and for Bitcoin in general, I think like the 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 uh, most dangerous thing for Bitcoin itself right now is solving the scalability um, because it um, it's, it's, it's making the network unreliable and if it uh, and really will. Um, will become uh, an issue for keeping up the the growth uh, if if it doesn't get solved. So that's I think that's that's the the uh, the biggest thing for Bitcoin. The good thing is that there are many other cryptocurrencies right now, and there are very good ones too. And there is, there is a lot of there is a lot of more development developers momentum and good ecosystems into other blockchain. So. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the the future is bright for cryptocurrencies. Um, I but uh, in order to keep up with the with the growth, Bitcoin needs to solve scalability soon sooner rather than that later. You're talking about the block size and the uh, the transaction time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Any um. What would be your second favorite crypto if uh, Bitcoin has issues? Have you guys considered um, maybe using a different blockchain if needs be? So right now, the, the, the two that I found uh, most in, interesting personally are uh, Ethereum and Zcash, um, technology-wise. Um, I think like Ethereum is doing something very complex that is going to take uh, many years to to be be stable, but it has a very healthy uh, developer um, base. So I think it will get there. 
Uh, and then I like um, I like the team on, on Zcash and how they, how they're working. Um, and I, I think there is a need for privacy too. So um, that that would be my other two favorite ones. Okay. All right, Sebastian, very good. I'm glad you guys are uh, trying to roll this out in Latin America and it's working. Because with that many people unbanked, I mean, there's a huge need. So, uh, you know, hats off to you. That's good. Any uh, last uh -huh. comments you want to make? You know, let's, how can listeners um, start participating in using Ripio? What's the best way for them to get involved? Um, you can download uh, our app. Um, if you would like to have access to the, our, our credit product, which is we are the only one right now doing it, there is a, a form that you can fill out and the, that way I w we will know which countries go next. Okay, that, right by the feedback. That will be a good feedback. Okay, very good. Well, okay. again, Sebastian, thank you, for, thank you for your time. This has been great, and, uh, you know, I, I love the stuff you guys are doing, especially with extending credit and um, helping the unbanked. So thank you very much. Thank you, my pleasure. You have been listening to Almost Here, Around the Corner Future Technology Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Subscribe to this podcast, post a review, to discover more future technologies that are poised to transform our lives for better or worse, such as Bitcoin, artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more.